Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello. Welcome to (laughs) the light of truth. I don't even know if I'm on the air or not. (laughs) We will see. Um, Okay, so we've got the studio telling me all kinds of nifty things, and I have no idea if uh, if I'm in here today or not. So um, we're just going to guess what I am. How about that? So since it's given me all these prompts, I must be. Um, Okay, so I am Truth Light, and this is the Light of Truth. And uh, we are doing this show um, as a, sorry, we're trying to do a ton of different things all at once here with this crazy studio. Anyway, um, we used to be the Mystics Place, and now we are the Light of Truth. And some of the differences are that when it was the Mystics Place, I um, I was a little limited because we had some some other people who were kind of in charge, and now we don't. It's just me. So um, who am I to talk to you? Well, since this is the first show and a lot of the listens, what I, no- I noticed with the uh, Mystics Place was a lot of the listens were in archives. So um, I'll tell you a little bit briefly about myself. Um, I was born or villa Walsh. That's right. Truth Light is not my real name. Surprise, surprise. And when I was young, my parents were very much into the ESP and the astral travel and the meditation and all of that in the 70s when everybody was into that so that they could piss off their their Catholic parents is essentially what it broke down to. So I benefited from that because every training that they went to, every workshop, every seminar and whatnot, um, I got to go along for free because they didn't want to pay for a babysitter. So um so that was the beginning of my training and uh I I am very blessed to have a lot of friends who are text messaging me right now to say yay on the new show and also that they can't find me. So when you listen to this archived version of the show you guys when you find it I get it but we're on the air now and so I'm just going to do it for the archives and we'll see what happens and then we'll figure out how to get you in tomorrow so that um, I I guess the link isn't working. So anyway, we're just going to ramble on, right? So by the time I was eight years old, I was astral traveling because that was something that my parents were really into learning about, and I was talking to people on the other side, meaning dead people. That's right. And uh, my dad was a jazz musician, and so we spent a lot of time in, in New Orleans, and that's where I gained a lot of my skills in speaking with people on the other side. And I didn't realize that not everybody did this. And so I just um, just continued to do it the rest of my life and really didn't realize not everybody did it until maybe five or six years ago. 
And uh, <clears throat> this has given me a different perception of what happens when we pass away. Um, also, though, I, I ran into a gentleman who ended up being one of really my main teacher in life as far as my spiritual work goes, and his name was Dr. Francisco Call. And Dr. Call um, ran an organization that was worldwide that helped people understand what happens when you pass away, that helped them understand how to work with their angels, that kind of thing. He passed away in, in uh, I guess, just before 2000. And um, a lot of us are carrying on the work in our own unique individual ways. And so today's show is going to be about what what is death? What happens? How do we... Um, how do we maneuver through that smoothly and how do we understand it a little better to let go of the fear? So that's what we will be moving into. And that's just a little bit about me, a little brief synopsis, whatever came off the cuff today. Um, and what I'd like to do is every morning I would like to start our show with a morning meditation so that even if you can only listen to the first part of the show, at least we know, just like, like a good mom gives you a breakfast out the door, a good spiritual teacher gives you a good meditation out the door. So um, we're going to go ahead and just take a few minutes and do a little meditation. If you're driving and listening to this or something, obviously don't do the meditation with us. <laughs> just relax and, and just be a part of it or something. I seriously doubt many people are operating bulldozers and listening to this, though. So um, I just want you to go ahead and relax and take a few minutes to uh, to just kind of calm and center yourself. And we're going to make this a morning routine. This is a part of my spiritual routine that you guys are getting to be a part of. And uh, that keeps me on track and it helps me offer something up to you as well. So we're going to take some nice deep breaths. And as you breathe, I want you to feel that breath move all the way down through your core and all the way down into your abdomen. And so we're breathing really nice and deeply past the lungs, down into the abdomen, feeling actually the, the energy of the breath move through your chakras. And we're just sort of charging the chakras for the morning. We're saying good morning to all seven of our main chakras and as we breathe in, we feel the upper chakras, the crown and third eye all kind of livening up with that moving of the energy in and out of the, the core of our being. And so as we relax with this breathing and, and just kind of loving our chakras, we begin to feel the energy moving through us. And we begin to feel less of the surrounding area and becoming less aware of what's around us and becoming more aware of this beautiful vibration that we are. And we feel this vibration moving through the center of our body up and down and up and down as we breathe in and out. And it's moving very slowly and stably. And we feel that strength beginning to grow as we bring our awareness more and more in focus to the center of our being. And then we begin to allow that focus to move out <clears throat> and we feel it expand throughout our physical body and we feel it expand about three feet in a circle around our physical body. And we just see this beautiful egg-shaped bubble that we're in and we see a lovely silver cord coming out the top of it. And we see flickers of gold moving through the cord and through the egg with the energy that surrounds us. 
And we feel this energy move slowly in a clockwise motion, cleansing and clearing and energizing everything that it touches. It moves around making sure that all of the energy that remains in that little bubble is strictly our own and is working to our highest and greatest good. And as we breathe in and out, we feel this become a stronger and stronger, more beautiful, sparkly energy. And we feel this energy begin to float up to that that cord coming out of our crown chakra. We see those golden specks and possibly the rainbows that you may see moving up towards the cord. And we bring our awareness up to that beautiful cord that goes up, 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 up. We can't even see how far up it goes. And so as we become a little more curious as to how far it goes, we find ourselves following that beautiful silver cord And it swirls and it bobs and it dances and it weaves. And we just follow that beautiful energy all the way up. And we feel ourselves moving through the planes of consciousness, completely unaware, just following this cord all the way to our truest home. And as we become further and further from our physical awareness, we become more playful. We feel lighter. We feel more energized. We feel freer and we move up and up further and further through the planes of consciousness so busy following this beautiful cord we're not thinking about anything in our conscious mind and just following and following and following that beautiful cord sparkling energy it feels beautiful as we move through it and we come up to very highest realms and although our cord still continues we find that we're fine to just stay in this space. And we experience the beauty and the light and the joy. And we feel free from any of the physicalities that we may have experienced down in this physical plane. And we simply relax and enjoy this oneness, this feeling that's one with all things. We can think about the most beautiful forest the most beautiful ocean, the most beautiful sights that we've ever seen. And it's almost as if with the very thought of it, we're there. We can feel it and smell it. We can see it. We can experience it. All of the beauty, all of the wonder. So I want you now to think of the most wonderful place that you can you can think of immediately. Just allow it to come to you. Don't spend a lot of time on it. And, and just allow that that space to come right to you at the very thought of it, and experiencing the beauty and the wonder of it, the relaxation and the calm, the inspiration, any of the things that made it one of your favorite places. And just be in that space knowing that there is only that wonder, only that enchantment to be found in this place. And you may see some angels walking around. You may see some enlightened beings walking around. They may come and spend some time with you. and Because, of course, you're not the only one who thinks this is the most beautiful place in the world. And like attracts like. And so you'll find that you attract the enlightened beings who, who are similar to yourself. And as you enjoy this space, I want you to breathe in the energy of it. And as you breathe in this energy, although you're not aware of it, the energy will move down that cord and into your physical vibration. And 
And when you do come back to your physical being, you'll have that beautiful vibration there waiting for you. So just breathe in and out, experiencing that beautiful space that you're you're in at the moment. And just allow it to move down through that cord and and out to the various places that you may go to so that you run into this experience various times during your day. And now I want you to allow some of those wonderfully enlightened beings, some of those people who are so much like yourself that enjoy this space, I want you to allow them to come in close and just feel that camaraderie with them, feel that oneness with them, and feel how amazing it is to be there with like-minded people or beings. And just enjoy this space for a moment and allow your allow your being and your energy to remember what it's like to attract like-minded people, to attract situations that you love so much. And allow that energy to move down through your chakras, sort of resetting that vibration as it does. And, and you just stay there and experience the beauty and the wonder. And now I'd like you to think about just in your essential being, not your conscious mind, obviously, because that's not where you are, but just allow the things that you would like to experience in life over the next few months, just things that pop up right away in your consciousness, things that are just there in your energy that you would really enjoy experiencing over the next few months. Allow those situations to just pop up in your experience where you are. And allow yourself to see how they are drawn to you and how easily you're drawn to them. And there's a clear path with no obstacles. And we enjoy those experiences and we see how easily they float to us and through us, in us and around us. And if you have issues with money or with love or with health, allow those things to just float right to you in abundance and see how easily they move into your life, into the flow of energy and and how how much easier and lighter life is with those things flowing in so smoothly. And I'd like to thank everyone. I'd like you to thank everyone who's there working with you on this space and uh, and begin to see them move away into their own path. And though they move away, you you are left with that, that wonderful feeling of that camaraderie, that oneness, and all of those beautiful things that were brought into your energy. And now just ask your own team of angels, your own guidance from the Christ consciousness or above to move in close with you and just be with you for a few moments and and allow them to smooth the energy of your day. Allow them to move through the day even though you may know what you may not know what's going on with it. Allow them to move through and smooth the energy for you so that everything is working towards your highest and greatest experience and allowing you to be of service whenever possible without hurting yourself. And we ask our angels to just assist us in fulfilling our purpose to the highest degree today. And then we bring our awareness back to that beautiful silver cord. 
And we thank our being and we thank our angels and we thank the universe for this experience. And we bring our awareness down in probably a playful manner, down the silver cord, swinging and bobbing and weaving and moving down and just really bringing that happy, joyous energy with us. And we see us come down through the uh, different planes of consciousness and allowing yourself to just slide right through the astral plane, down through your crown chakra very gently into your physical being and just really bring that beautiful energy with you and expanding from your core through your chakras all the way out through your physical and all the way through that beautiful egg of clear energy that surrounds you. And just allow all of these wonderful experiences that you just had to fill that egg, to fill that energy and fill that space and allow it to to sort of go to the edge and flow back and go to the edge and flow back so that it's almost like a ripple effect that's moving out, hitting the edge and coming back into your core. And allow this to be a bit like a heartbeat. It's like an energetic heartbeat with this beautiful, fabulous energy moving in and out, constantly re-energizing you for the day. And then allow it to move out and just share with the rest of the world down to Mother Earth's core, sending that love, enchantment, beauty, and joy. And just allow it to be shared with whoever is so inclined to accept that. And it doesn't take anything from you because it's an ever-flowing motion going from those highest states of consciousness down through your being. And and it it's just shared. And the only thing that you receive back is more of that love and enchantment for life. And when you're ready... I'd like you to just take a nice deep breath, become more aware of your physical being and feeling your center, the center of your being, the core with your chakras and your energy flowing nice and smoothly, everything moving in the manner it needs to to keep you healthy and happy. And then bring your awareness back to your physical being and your conscious mind and your unconscious mind and thank them for cooperating and allowing this experience. And then when you're ready, take a nice deep breath, relax, and open your eyes. All right, so I hope that was nice for you all whenever you get to hear it. I know we do have some people with us, but um, I also know from experience with the Mystics Place that a lot of people listen to the archives and Um, Every day we'll be doing a different meditation so that you have a wonderful meditation to start your day with. And then we'll move into the topic of the show. Um, And and also, if you'd like to call in, there is a call-in number. It's 347-677-1443. If you're listening live, you can always push 1 to talk to the host, I believe, is is the directions. And, And... back-and-forth conversation, questions, that kind of thing are always welcome. I don't have the chat thing set up because it's hard for me to read and speak at the same time. So since I don't have my trusty sidekick on this show, at least at this point, we'll just let that go. And uh, today's topic is what is death all about? Understanding death and, you know, there's so much um, there's so much out there about about the mystery of it. You know, and I guess that's always eluded me because it's never seemed very mysterious to me. Um, but then, you know, I've I've been 
reminded by people who know me <laughs> that maybe I don't have the typical perspective. And so I actually have done some, uh, like watched some things that I wouldn't normally watch and talk to people about things and really listen to what people are saying um, rather than giving my opinions. And and so I'm beginning to understand a little bit. And and there really is um, this fear associated with death. And I know that may sound ridiculous for me to be a little surprised about it, but, you know, different strokes, right? So what I found, and I, I really looked at this, was even with my understanding of death, of that shift, it's really just a transition, right? But even with my understanding, although I didn't have a fear of my own death, I can't say that I'm not nervous about, like, my kids or my dogs, right? It's not that I don't understand what happens, <laughs> you know, and if they get stuck. I mean, they joke all the time about how if they get stuck, then I can just, you know, help them and move them on because that's just what I do, right? But but I can't say that I'm not nervous about my kids or my dogs passing because then I have that personal loss and I don't want to think about life taking that turn out of selfish reasons, right? So I can kind of comprehend that aspect, but then I add in the factor of if you really didn't get what happened, I guess it would be quite disconcerting. So we're going to talk a little bit about what happens, okay? And and it's definitely more than just one show's worth, but it'll at least soothe things a little bit, and, and you all can let me know with your questions and that kind of thing. Um, you can email me at bloomingtruth at gmail.com with questions or Facebook me, Truth Light, um, and uh, The Mystical Truth, either of those pages. So when we pass, what's really happening is we're just dropping the physical form. The eternal being that we are and always have been stays the same. It's like a energetic fingerprint, which is why you can recognize people who you've known in past lives or in other life experiences, you can recognize them because the energy itself doesn't really change, right? Just the physical form does. So it's really not a whole lot different than just changing clothes, <laughs> you know? Um, it's just our trained concepts of and our conditioning of what it means to pass, right? So when we pass away, if we're in balance and we're not um, really stuck, like like when my dad passed, okay, he he just went to sleep one night, and he didn't get up in the morning. He was ready to go. He was in failing health. He knew or he felt that he was going to become a burden to the family, and he didn't want that. And so he was just ready to go, you know. Um, now, I have a different um, experience than most people, I guess, because I was able to go and lay down in his spot on the bed and feel exactly what he felt. I experienced exactly what he experienced. And so I felt exactly what it felt like when he passed, right? So I guess not everybody has that experience, and I guess not everybody knows how that works. Um, so it was really quite peaceful. Um, he just let go of the physical. It was a little lightheaded and then very floaty. And and he released from the physical body and all the aches and pains were gone and and he just was ready to move on. Um, now, that's obviously not always the case. If there's, you know, some trauma involved, that kind of thing, sometimes people will become stuck um, 
what happens in a lot of cases is when somebody passes on because they have such a fear, because they have such a conditioning about what that means, it's like they block out the fact that they passed, right? So as a person who helps souls who have passed on, um, who are stuck, I see that in a lot of cases they get, they stop, it's like they stop tape (laughs) right before the moment that they pass. So um, for instance, if someone had um, a traffic accident, okay, in many cases they just can't deal with the fact that that happens. So they'll, they'll sort of stop that experience the moment before the accident occurred or the moment before they passed. So they're really just experiencing the moments beforehand, right? And and so that's unfortunate because you don't really want somebody you love to be stuck in that spot. The deal is that we all have a team of guardian angels, and if we allow those angels to come in, then they're able to help us out of that space and help us understand that we've passed on, and so we're no longer in that situation. And so if we can somehow get this through everybody's heads, right, that's the whole point of my teachings, of the angel meet and greets that I do, um, which is a class that I do, and uh, it's just it's so important for people to understand that you have these angels and they can come in at any point that you will allow them to. It's all about free will. And so once a soul lets those angels come in, right, then they begin to understand, oh, okay, I see. I dropped off the physical body. I don't have to feel any of that. There's none of the fear anymore because that situation is done and over. And now all I have to do is just process the fact that I move on to something new. Okay, so if you think about when you were a kid, right, and your family moved to a new city and you had to go to a new school and you really didn't have a concept of, God, I don't even know what to expect, right? And, like, especially if you're going from, like, elementary school to junior high or to high school or something, you don't even really know what to expect. And so you don't even have any, you don't even have any expectations. You're just kind of in that, uh, I really don't know, state. And so that's kind of what happens when you move into the next phase is that you just don't really know what to expect. And so it's wonderful that you have these angels who just assist you along and they help you move to the next appropriate appropriate place of healing. And so you can begin to process what happened, what experiences you had in this life and that kind of thing and and go through a healing process that allows your being to take the best from this life and leave the things that no longer serve it and and move on to whatever it is you choose to do next, right? And then and that's a whole other show, like reincarnation and the different planes of consciousness and all of that. But for purposes of understanding what happens when you pass, um, we're just going to go to that point, okay? So in my Facebook post about today's show, I, I said something about, you know, my, I always tell my kids I want to, my goal in life is to get out alive. And they, they laugh because they think I'm kidding. And then I tell them I'm not. And they just shake their heads, you know, because, <laughs> because I guess maybe I'm just not the normal mom. But I, uh, I firmly believe that if we understand what happens when we pass and we understand the things that can hold us back from passing in a healthy manner, then we do get out alive because there is no death. You can't kill 
kill energy. You can't stop energy, which is what we are, is energetic beings who are in these physical bodies. And that's been scientifically proven, too. Um, I, I forget the statistics or the actual facts of, of what it is. It's so many ounces that leaves, I think it's like 11 ounces that is missing when we pass away. And I think it's four British thermal units of, of energy. But so science has played with this too and seen that, yes, something energetically shifts. So if, if we understand how to just drop the body as if it's a suit of clothing and move on to the next few steps, then haven't we gotten out of life alive? Right? Because the only thing that's stopping is the physical form. So how do we keep from getting stuck? And this is definitely a brief, <laughs> a brief overview because um, it's only an hour show, right? <laughs> so oddly enough, um, the seven sins, that's what the seven sins are actually all about and why they were originally written. And I believe there were actually eight sins to begin with, but then they combined some. So when you look at the seven deadly sins or the seven whatever sins, um, you'll see the seven concepts that you can get hung up in that will hold you back from the next steps. So if you can manage to really maintain your state of being without getting caught up with greed, without getting caught up with envy, without, you know, without getting caught up in those seven sins, then then you can get out of life alive. Because these are the concepts that hold us back that don't allow us to be free when we pass. And so if you know somebody who's passed on and and they really weren't terribly caught up in any of those things, odds are they probably let their angels in and, and they just moved on. And the good news is, okay, if you know somebody who you think, God, you know, I, and I had a client, I had a client recently who, um, you know, found out that, that some of his family members had been stuck and he was very upset, and he actually hasn't talked to me since because he was so upset by the fact that he but he didn't listen to the whole story. So I'm hoping you all will listen to the whole story. The thing is that in the astral plane, there is no space or time. So in that meditation that we just did where you were able to think of whatever environment it was that you enjoyed so much, right? I'm in the desert, and I could think of the ocean and be there immediately because it comes to me, right? It's just there is no space or time. And so it's the same thing when you pass on, okay? There is no space or time. So if somebody passed on, say, 300 years ago even, and, I, and it's quite common for me to work with people who have passed on that, you know, just long, long times ago. Um, even if they've been stuck that long, it's only that long to us because they don't have any time in that dimension. We're talking very different dimensions, Okay. And so in the astral plane, there is no linear time. So somebody can be stuck in a moment or waiting for what is my next step or whatever it may be for however many years we might see it as. And to them, it's been no time at all, right? It depends on where their state of mind is. They may, you know, they may be think they, that they've been waiting a little while, but certainly not 300 years you know, because they can't even conceive of 300 years. And so even if you know someone who's passed on who possibly is caught up in those 
concepts or some of those concepts, they still, you can send healing their way. You, just, you want to work from angel to angel. And even if you don't understand what that means, you just, just know that you have your own team of, of angelic beings who are assisting you, and so do they. So you can always just send messages from your angels to theirs and just help their angels kind of ping it like an inspiration, if you will, and assist them in understanding that they can call those lights in. And that's basically what what I tell people to, you know, if you feel somebody's stuck or you feel like, you know, maybe somebody close to you passed on and you feel them around once in a while or something, just through your angels, right, because they've been with you your whole life, you know them whether you know you know them or not, just just send the message for that being to call those lights that they see in around them and that those are their angels and they can help them to the place of healing. And that's all you do. And and believe it or not, you actually can make a huge difference in their lives. And so in understanding what happens when we pass on, we also need to understand what the next steps are, right, which is calling in that circle of lights and allowing them to help us to the next phase so that we know where we're going next, right? They're kind of literally our guides. So while they help us here on Earth through this life experience, really a lot of what they do is when we pass, assist us to the next space. So um, so as far as when we, when we die, what happens, um, there are times when we pass away or when people pass away and and they go to um there was there was an older lady that I was working with who she was very ready to pass away but she was so afraid of death that she just wouldn't let go and so I would work with her while she was sleeping and just work with her angels and help her understand that she could go back to any time she wanted right so so sometimes when somebody is getting ready to pass and it's a, okay, they're just really, really ready to go, they're just so afraid, they'll at times see themselves going back to a time when they were younger, okay, or when things were better. And they simply slip from this reality that we're living in, walking, talking, being in this 3D space, they'll simply slip from this reality to a reality that they enjoyed more um, in their in the way they think. Okay, I don't know if this is... I hope I'm explaining this right. So, for instance, this lady may have... I'm not going to give details, but she may have um, instead decided to think back to when she was a young female, um, just kind of getting ready to to find her true love and all of that. And she may have slipped into that reality when she passed away. Okay, so she believed that that's where she was going, was back to that time. And then her physical body that was in its 90s was able to just stop, okay, because we're not in this reality anymore. And so it was able to just go to sleep and stop, all right? And then her energetic being was able to pass into a space where it was comfortable. It didn't think of it as dying, right? Because dying was like a taboo, such a horrible concept, right? So 
as she slipped into this other reality, her physical body was able to just be done or die, right? And then she's in a space where she can then go to that next space of healing when she's ready. So there are many different things that can happen when we pass away. None of them are horrible, right? Unless, okay, unless, and we'll just be real, right, because I don't have anybody to answer to on this show. Unless you pass away and you're in a space um, where you are just really eaten alive with these seven deadly sins, right? Seven mortal sins, whatever it depends on, on, I guess, how you were raised, what you call them. But if you're if you're really eaten up with anger, with greed, with pride, with all these different things, um, you really can get stuck, okay? And so while, yes, you may drop off the body, and probably not in a peaceful way, okay? I don't know many people who are caught up in these um, seven mortal sins or seven mortal concepts that pass away peacefully, okay? So if you pass away and you, you really have a lot of these um, concepts going on, then they go with you because all that happens is you drop the physical body. And so if you pass away and you're angry or you're filled with pride or envy or whatever it may be, um, or greed, a lot of them is greed. Like a lot of the spirits that I work with, you know, it's they're very possessive over their belongings. They're very... Um, very angry about somebody having what they once had, you know, and so they'll be stuck there and they can't go to a more peaceful place because they're hanging on to that concept and that concept or those concepts will keep you in that place of disharmony. I see we have somebody who would, I believe, like to ask a question, so I'm going to go ahead and, and pull them over. Um, area code 559, please tell me your name and let me know what your question is. Okay. Hello? Hi, my name uh, Hi, my name's Evelyn, and uh, my first love um, died on May 7th, but I mean May 12th, but I just recently found out yesterday. Um, oh, family diagnosed me. And it really, really affected me. I, I, was, I never lost anyone who was really close to me. So this right. is the first time I'm 30 years old. This is the first time... I'm experiencing the whole grieving process, and it's been very difficult. And I just right. want to know if, he, if there's any messages, if he's okay, because he died unexpectedly and tragically. And okay. he has so many good things going for him. That right. I was asking, God, why'd you take him and not, why did you take someone who deserves, no one deserves, you know, it's one of those things that we all know it's going to happen. But right. when you know that something's so good and has so many things going for themselves. Right. I would have thought. Well, and in a lot of cases, um, you know, and, and I don't know if you heard any of my background or not, but this is really what I work with as a specialty is um, helping souls that have passed on and and understanding what's happening and helping people understand. And so in a lot of cases, when people pass away when they're young, it's because they, they did they already did what they came to do. So if somebody had a whole lot going for them and and there really wasn't a whole lot of bad to, to say about them, they probably affected people's lives in the manner they needed to, and then it was just time for them to go on to another another thing, 
you know, because we do come here for reasons. And so yeah. if we've fulfilled our mission kind of, right, then there's no reason to continue staying. It's only because we've been taught that death is like the end or a bad thing that that we feel like, well, why were they taken? They probably weren't taken. He probably had finished what he came here to do. And then it was just time to move on. You know, and sometimes, in I'm just kind of getting the feeling that um, probably his passing was actually a part of his path. That happens a lot when people pass young. Um, when they pass away, it triggers different things for like family members and loved ones and that kind of thing. And that's part of their mission is to help trigger those thoughts or feelings to help those people experience something different than they would have otherwise. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It doesn't um, help a whole lot, I know. It still affects you, <laughs> you know. It's still, it's still, we still feel it in our hearts. You well, know? I think I you that, wanted to but... know because I was thinking a lot about him and uh, more than usual, and I just Googled his name, and the uh-huh. first link that I saw, that's how I found out last night. Um, wow. Like, I I was in the first, I just Googled his name, something I'm like, not normal. I just Googled his name, and the first link, it has his name, and then cause of death, and I was just, like, devastated because wow. I knew then. I knew right. then it was him. There was no doubt in my mind it was him, and I was just like, oh, my gosh. Well, so, so there obviously was a connection, you know. You guys obviously were connected because what are the odds that you would have Googled his name right then? And so that's that's the thing that we're kind of talking about is that the energy of a person never actually goes away. It's just the physical body that gets done, right? And then that energy can always communicate because it doesn't die. So he's still out there somewhere. He just doesn't have the physical body. Like if I want to communicate with him um, through prayer or just asking him to appear, and my thoughts, or what would you uh, suggest? Well, what you, what I tell people always is to go through your guardian angels. So you always ask for your team of angels at Christ Consciousness or above because you, you want to make sure that they're very enlightened beings that you work with and ask your angels to talk to his angels and see if there's a message or if there's any communication. Um, and sometimes there just isn't because they're off in that healing space. And so we need to remember that they're off doing something now too, you know. But a lot of times the communication can still come back and forth, and it sounds like if you had the inspiration to Google his name then, that probably there is still a connection. And so you probably can at least get little feelings and little messages. And you may, you know, I mean, you can go to a medium, you just want to make sure they're a good medium because otherwise they'll have God knows what talking to you, right? Um, but in most cases, you can just go angel to angel, okay. you know, and, and get the messages that way. And really, in a lot of cases, it'll just come as a loving feeling or um, suddenly a song will pop out to you or, you know, you'll see something that you didn't see before that reminds you of them or whatever it is, it's little things, you know. And um, just, that I would happen, that happened before I found out. That's why he was in my thoughts. Like 
Right. I would, I would say he was communicating with you. That's where I was just going to go. He had to have been communicating with you for you to get the inspiration to Google, you know. So you probably already have yeah. been doing that. And that's probably his way of saying goodbye for this time around, you know. But we travel in soul circles. So there are certain people in our lives that, that we just keep running into and running into <clears throat> life after life, you know. And so if he's communicating with you still, then odds are you'll run into each other again at some point. You know? Thank you. Yeah, I hope that helps. It does. It's just hard. I know. I know it is. At least you know that the person on the other side, I mean, I get the feeling that he's fine, that he's moving through the process and he is okay. So, you know, at least if you know that it's, it's not a horrible process. It's a healing process. And he didn't lose anything. He probably chose to go on a soul level anyway because he had already finished what he came here to do. Okay. So Thank isn't you. it neat that you got to be a part of that, right? Yeah, he was a great guy. Nice. Nice. Well, thank you for calling in. And, you know, this is my first day on the air, but I'm going to be here every weekday, and we're going to do a morning meditation every weekday to get everybody, like, set and going for the day. So if you want to join us, please do, okay? Okay, it's every Monday at 8 a.m.? Every Monday through Friday at 7.30. So, yeah. All right. Thanks so much for calling in. Okay. <laughs> Bye. All right. So, you know, that that's lovely. I'm glad she called in. Um, it is kind of a, an interesting <clears throat> thing when you deal with people who have just lost somebody, and, and I do this a lot. Um, I think it kind of sometimes it throws people when um, the perspective is one of, you know, they're fine. That they're fine, so let's just work on you, you know, and help you understand. And I think that um, that it's really it's awesome how people are becoming more and more accepting of the fact that um, that there is something after this, right? It's becoming more and more mainstream, and people are beginning to really understand it. And so it's um, it's very exciting for people like me because I grew up in the Bible Belt and I grew up with the people thinking that I was insane and and literally was locked up <laughs> for in and out of places for quite a long time because I could see and hear things that other people couldn't and so I must be hallucinating, right? And now I get paid to see and hear those things, <laughs> deliver the messages. So it's interesting how how our world is changing. And really all that's happening is that we're becoming aware that this is not the only dimension. It's like this matrix that we live in. It really is. And there are all these different um, worlds that are existing right next to each other. It's it's really kind of mind-blowing. And so there are times when you'll see spirits, right, or you'll hear spirits, and, and that kind of freaks people out. But the reality is, that you're just seeing through to the other dimension. It's no different than looking through a window and seeing your neighbor's house, right? You don't freak out when you see a neighbor walking their dog down the street and go, oh, my God, what is that? (laughs) And so it's not really much different when you see the other dimensions that are going on. And in a lot of cases, those spirits will not even see you because they're in their own groove. 
there was a movie called The Others that Nicole Kidman was in a long time ago and or a while ago. And uh, it was really an excellent um, depiction of how things go. Like they don't, and in a lot of cases, they don't even know that people are there, right? But they certainly, in most cases, don't understand what's going on. And so, you know, if you have something going on in your house, if it doesn't affect you, okay, when it affects you, then you need to call me because I'll clear it out and everything will be happy and healthy and just go to mysticaltruth.com and contact me. <laughs> Shameless plug. Um, but in most cases, they don't even realize that you're there. And so really what's happening is you're just seeing through a window to another dimension. And they're in their loop, not understanding that time has passed and, and that they're not in the same house they used to be in or that that land is not the same as it used to be or whatever the case may be. Um, and so you can always, again, you can always go angel to angel, whether you know the person or not. Everybody has these guardian angels. And so you can always ask your angels to please let their angels know that, that maybe they should move on now to another place. <laughs> and, um, you know, and, and in a lot of cases that will work. And then if it doesn't, there are people like me who, you know, I have clients from all over the world who call me and, they're being um, really bothered by people in other dimensions, right? Beings in other dimensions, and they're causing a lot of problems. And these, you know, and that's a whole other show that we can go into. But you know, sometimes when people pass away, they get what's happened, and they get that they can play games with people in this dimension. You know, the people who are <clears throat> the people when they pass are caught up with those seven um, mortal sins, right? They're caught up with some of that, and they. You know, people who are not very harmonious tend to think it's fun to pick on people, bully people, um, harass people, get very violent, whatever it may be. The astral plane is just like our world without the physicality. So you have um, teachers and you have enlightened people and you have caring people and you also have violent people and you have mean people and you have confused people and you have crazy people and you have whatever we have here they just don't have the uh, the boundaries that we do because they don't have the physical aspect of the 3d world in the astral plane and so um, there are people like me who work between the dimensions and we're able to kind of move those souls to the next state of being they their angels come in and and we kind of move them away so that they they don't bother you anymore. So again, you know, if that's the case or if you have questions about somebody who's passed on or, um, you know, unfinished business, I do do mediumship because sometimes people pass and there's, there's unfinished business. Um, and in those cases, a medium can be very helpful. You want to make sure the medium is well-trained, very balanced, and that they're working with the right level of consciousness to be able to connect with a person that you're really seeking to get the clarity from. And uh, I will say that curiosity seekers and that kind of thing, like just not for any reason at all, you just want to talk to so-and-so, that's, that's really not a good idea because they're really kind of moving on to some important things and doing some healing. And and uh, it's it's really their time. And so curiosity seeking is maybe not such a great reason to pull them back and talk to them. Um, but unfinished business also will hold them back. So um, so that's a good time to, to talk to a good medium and, 
again, mysticaltruth.com. You can find me at Sacred Light of Sedona um, in Sedona, which is sacredlightofsedona.com. And um, we have just a few minutes left. So um, I'm going to try to just sort of think of some questions that I've had um, about when people pass. And uh, I've heard people, um, you know, like, is it like the movie Ghost, right? Which it can be at times, right? Um, If you, you know, there was the whole learning to work with the energy of moving the penny and that kind of thing. And and it actually that was another one that was very good at depicting what it's like on the other side in, in a lot of cases. And, um, you know, those dark beings kind of raising up and and they they are around, right? There is darkness around. And, and although it can be scary to think about, that's just the reality. But the thing is that that darkness hangs on to one or some of those seven states of uh, of consciousness or seven concepts called the seven mortal sins, seven deadly sins, whatever they are. Um, and so if you are not resonating with any of those concepts, then that darkness, it's like you are almost off the radar. It just doesn't even really see you. Um, so the best thing we can do for the people that we love um, who have passed on or who... I mean, we're all going to pass on at some point, right? That's the deal. The body is going to stop at some point. And so if we can all work on moving out of those seven states of consciousness, right, they all have complete opposites. And that will be a whole other show we'll do on uh, maybe maybe on Wednesday we'll do the seven states of consciousness and, and work with what the opposites are. And, and so you can kind of prepare yourself to not get stuck, right? And in doing so, you're teaching other people the same state of being because people copy people who are doing something right. And so life is good when you stay out of those concepts, and so is death, <laughs> right? So so that's probably the biggest, um, that, and, and just accept the fact that you have this team of angels and allow them to come in and be with you and share with you and and become your friends. I mean, that's that's what they're there for, you know? And so... And teach other people to do the same thing in your own way, in whatever way works for them. And uh, and then you can get out of life alive. I think it would be fun if we could all do that, don't you? So, um, okay, so we're down to just a few minutes. And I would like for today to sort of be a step forward in releasing the fear of death. Because there really is nothing to fear. The only reason that we fear anything is because we don't understand it. Okay, so when we pass, we let go of the physical, which means we let go of all the aches and pains. We let go of the conscious mind. All of that is gone. And that, I mean, a lot of people spend a whole lot of money to do that (laughs) with drugs and alcohol and whatever. So we're all kind of, a lot of us are practicing anyway, with making that happen, right? So so it's just kind of letting go of all the, the yuck stuff, right? And then what we take with us, that's what we work on while we're here. What are you going to take with you? Are you going to take um, greed? Are you going to take envy? Are you going to take sloth, what, sloth, laziness? <laughs> are you going to take procrastination, whatever? Or are you going to opt to take the joyful things that you've experienced while you were here? 
Um, certainly that's what I plan to do. Right. And so um, it's funny because I, I was Googling, um, I do life coaching, right, 12weekcoaching.com, all kinds of websites I got going on. Um, and really what I want to do, I, in a lot of cases, I'm an afterlife coach, right? So I help people prepare for when they pass so that they pass in peace. But in doing so, they're actually creating a really good life now because that's what you're going to take with you. And so I was Googling afterlife coach, and they actually have that. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. So I'm a life coach and an afterlife coach. <laughs> so, all right, we're down to two and a half minutes. I am going to just finish up by saying the best thing you can do is release the fear. Release the fear for you. Release the fear for your loved ones. And just know that everything is, is just like it is here. It's really not a whole lot of difference. When we pass on, it's just like when we move from elementary school to middle school or from high school to college. It's a very different experience. We don't know what to expect in most cases. But you know what? It turns out all right. It's very much the same. And so if we can begin to see it that way and help others see it that way, we can release a lot of the fear that is making up the energy of Mother Earth, right? Almost everybody fears death in one way or another. And so if we can remove that fear or at least help to lighten it, then we've done an awful lot just to, to decrease the pressure on Mother Earth. And I do want to take just a, just a moment and have us just close our eyes, take a nice deep breath, center ourselves and feel that beautiful energy moving through us. Ask our angels to come in close and just allow ourselves to send love and healing and harmony and clarity to the different areas of the world that need it. And I'm also going to ask that we send that love and that unconditional harmony to Sanford, Florida, where there's some stuff going on, with the, the legal battles and news and whatnot. And so we have a lot of loved ones there. We want to just send a lot of love to Sanford, Florida, and know that, that there's going to be harmony. And we're going to just see the highest and greatest good and send a loving energy there and ask the angels to back that space. And then we're going to bring that energy back into ourselves, and we're going to know that we are our highest and greatest self manifesting in this physical plane. Take a nice deep breath. Come back. Open your eyes. Have a wonderful day, and we will see you here tomorrow. Remember, mysticaltruth.com. 12weekcoaching.com, sacredlightofsedona.com. All of them will get you to me. Isn't that fabulous? <laughs> All right. See you tomorrow. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.